Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Ras Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve Ovo, refreshing morning Jumbo Africa to the listeners. Oh, this story in Morocco, these earthquakes, um, so bad, so many people, the death toll keeps climbing. I mean, it's absolutely devastating, isn't it? No, that is quite true, Stephen. But for our listeners' sake, they need to look back that from the 1960s, the magnitude was 5.8 of the uh, tremor that hit Morocco, where they lost 12,000 people. Now, 2023, we are looking at 6.8 magnitude of an earthquake that has hit the high atlas of the mountains in Marrakech, that's 75 kilometers out. Now, when you look at the death number, Stephen, we are talking of 2,497 people and almost 2,470. Who are injured with this earthquakes that has hit Morocco? Like I've said, Stephen, they've been many years from the 60s to 64, even to 1994, also 29 years ago. There was another one, and the latest being in 2016. So, looking at these numbers, even the support that is coming, Stephen, now is the issue of blood donations that has been mobilized in Morocco for people who are now supporting uh, this, uh, and as well as the UN Human Rights Council yesterday in Geneva at a minute of silence for the uh, uh, for the uh, quake victims, those who have suffered so far. This, so this is a challenge for the African continent to deal with this uncertain climate conditions. And then in Libya, devastating storms sweeping through eastern Libya. Many people killed there too. Stephen, we are talking of 27 people who have lost their life yesterday and the Prime Minister also pushing for the uh, three-day of mourning and ordered flags across the country to be lowered to half-mast. We are talking, this is in the eastern part of Libya, Benghazi, where there have been a curfew that was enforced. You remember, this is the area where there have been some conflicts going on uh, between the Eastern Libya government. And that's where the challenges are facing now the Libyan Red Cross, how to deal with this crisis that has also affected Libya in the eastern part. The AU yesterday also, I saw uh, Musafaki going on a Twitter street, also uh, paying their uh, uh, respect to those 27 people who have lost their lives, as well as Morocco. As you can see that North Africa is in tension with this uncertain climate conditions. And then in Sudan, uh, the air, there was an airstrike in an open market in Khartoum, 40 people killed, and this is the conflict, uh, what do we call it? Do we call it a civil war, the Sudanese army and the rapid support force? You know, Stephen, we might, call it, we, we might call it a civil war, and at the same time, we might call it an internal military uh, 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 confrontation that started at mid-April. Now, you'll understand this weekend also, there was this killing of people in the open market. There is still accusation from both sides from the rapid support force as well as from the Sudanese army about what has happened. And you look at the UN refugee agencies looking at people who have also taken refugee outside Sudan, that we are talking of 7.1 million people so far. So you can see that the crisis in Sudan also, Stephen, has not been arrested, has not been uh, dealt with by both the international bodies as well as the AU. Even if you have this crisis that is going on where people are getting injured and people are being killed openly in the markets. And then in Gabon, the newly uh, pri- the new Prime Minister, Raymond Ndong Sima, so appointed by the military government, he says two years of transitional transition is reasonable. So a military government for two years. 
Stephen, this is what you have said. Remember that Ali Bongo was there for 14 years. Now, uh, Raymond Ndosima, also he's been careful with his wedding as he was interviewed by the media about that all it is, it is in the hands of the military, what they'll want to see. Now, he has all, already have his composition of his government. He has brought former ministers during the time of Bongo. Uh, now, he was asked about the question of e elections to say how long will he be sitting on this uh, transition seat and he raised this issue that it might take 24 months actually before they can return to e elections we know that ICAS has been pushing also through central african republic for the mediation in gabon they have to have a new constitution referendum a new electoral code so those are the challenges of a newly uh, appointed prime minister uh, raymond ndong sima as he said that he's not certain Stephen, but he's waiting on this 24 months timeline and then it's an important day in our history the 12th of september 1977. Stephen, i thought that let us look at this number 46 it is almost 46 years but Stephen Bantubiko was the 46th person to die in in the police cell under what we know that it was it, it went on viral it went on international news about the killing of the founding member of the South African student organization SASO and the pioneer of the black consciousness philosophy we know this matter went as far as the uh, truth and reconciliation commission Stephen and as well as to remember because there have been many commemorative lectures that have been held by many universities as well as today there will be a visit to his cell in Tswane, Khosimampur, where Biko was killed on this day. So it's a very important day in the history of this country to remember that Biko being the 46th person and being 46 years also of Biko being killed in 1977. It is still raising many questions about the state of security, the state of prisons in our country. And as we celebrate because Stephen, it's still not a public holiday, but at least we can recall this day of Bantu Biko uh, in the 21st century as a, one of the great leaders in the continent. Asante Sana, Stephen, as we are still leading the conversation, SAFM, celebrating Heritage Month. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantulip, thank you so much. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day.